Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for today. A new day, which means a fresh lease of life. A new opportunity to come to seek you, to get to know you more. And in knowing you more, to love you more. And loving you more, to serve you more. Just like Jesus did. Even though he was royalty. He set the benchmark. He set the path. He taught us how to be disciples. That's what we are focusing on today. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy that you renew for us every day. And we thank you that you are doing a new thing today in our lives. Where you make a scripture come alive for us. So that when we meditate on it in our own personal life, then you bring your new revelation into our hearts. And as we put that revelation into practice, as we apply it in our lives, then we shall wake our way prosperous and then we shall have success. So we thank you, Holy Spirit. Through that, you are wiping out some darkness permanently from our lives. The darkness of ignorance, of confusion, of chaos and of failure. To replace it with your light that brings success, that brings abundance, that brings dominion that brings righteousness, peace and joy through your presence. We thank you, Lord. And we thank you for that peace and joy that you pour into our hearts every time we come to you to join our spirits with yours, to be one and commune with you. And we share the same, Lord, <clears throat> with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you, with all those that do not want to know you. We share it also with all those that we are lifting up at our altar of prayer and those that have no one to pray for them. And as we offer our faith to stand in that gap, Father, we call on your name. The name of our Maker, the name of our Father, the Great I Am, the Lifter of Men and the Preserver, the One whose hand is not short to redeem, the One who is our strong tower, our high a high tower, a strong fortress. He is our deliverer. And we pray in the name of his son Jesus. The one who came to make that father real to us. That he is not a distant concept. But he is a real person who loves us. And he loves us so much. That he gave of his only son. The most precious possession to be sacrificed. In exchange, in atonement for our sake. That we might not be damned. That we might not be thrown into eternal damnation in the outer darkness. But we might have an opportunity, a ray of hope. Of regaining eternal life. We pray in the name of Jesus. Who is the word himself. Who is given to us as our daily bread. Our manna coming straight down from heaven. The one who has enriched us in all utterance and in knowledge. And he is our wisdom, our righteousness, our sanctification and our redemption. And we pray in the name of his spirit. The spirit of the living God, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of truth, the spirit of life, the spirit of freedom, the spirit of victory. 
same spirit of the living God, the Father, who created everything that exists in creation at the spoken word of the Father. And is now given to us to tabernacle within our body. That this our body of weakness, of failure, of vulnerability, of sin might be transformed to his throne room, to his temple. That this body which lusts after the ways of the flesh can be transformed to be aligned with the spirit and with the principles, the ways of the kingdom of God. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit. You have blessed us with the gift of prayer. You have blessed us with the gift, with every spiritual gift, Lord, in the heavenlies. That we might manifest those gifts through your fruit and through the gifts that are meant to demonstrate your power. We thank you, Lord, that you are doing that new thing in our lives every single day. And it is your good pleasure. Oh, Father, to give your children good gifts. We thank you, Lord. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak, every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus. We put on our angels and we dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for each of these lives, Lord. I call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. And we also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth this day. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue. And thank you for the discernment to choose life every time we speak. That we might respond with life and not react out of anger or irritation and react with death, words of death, words of curses. We thank you, Lord. And today, we conclude our series on what is man that God is mindful of him. And in this last episode we will reflect on what is the assignment of every believer in the last few sessions in this series we've been looking and we've come to understanding that god seeks a relationship with us and that is our very primary our first assignment to love god with all our heart with all our soul with all our strength and romans 12 verse 2 says that is our reasonable sacrifice because of what he has done for us to present our bodies as a living sacrifice. But along with that relationship with God, we are called to bear testimony to Jesus. To live by his word and his teachings. 
primarily he came that he could set that way of life for us as men knowing our vulnerability knowing our weakness knowing our ignorance and then getting bashed up by the enemy the devil all the time so he came to show us that way that we might if we live and follow this teaching then we might live in abundance and there is nothing that the devil can do about it so in essence he came to teach us that assignment which is in our own best interest along with reminding us when he gave us the two greatest commandments love god with all your heart and then love your neighbor as yourself so we are called to be his disciples and how would we do that in john 13 verse 35 jesus said by this shall all men know that you are my disciples what is that this if you have love one for another you love your neighbor as yourself operating out of love and how can we be that disciple he explains it in luke 9 verse 23 where he says whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves take up their cross daily and follow me and if you actually get down to reflecting on that verse that itself could be a deep separate topic on its own but the essence there again is operating out of love and that's what his kind of love is where he says take up your cross daily and follow me it is not only about loving those who love you and those who will respect and honor what you are doing for them but being givers till it hurts now let's look at the assignment a little more we are made in his image and his likeness that is that of god and so we need to bear witness to that image and that is achieved when we live the word his word will never contradict his image his nature his character it will always align with it that is why joshua 1 verse 8 where he says meditate on it understand it then observe to do according to what is written in it then we will be prosperous and that is prosperity is not necessarily monetary wealth it is prosperous in that image and likeness we prosper we thrive we reach a stage in our life then where it is no longer i in my fleshly ways with my fleshly image of sin that was inclined to sin pride and lust and all kinds but instead mirroring the image of the devil we mirror and we reflect the image of godliness of righteousness of peace and joy and love that is the image of jesus so we need to look at what our current image looks like and that then gives us the journey that we need to undertake and that is the realm of galatians 220 stepping out of our own ways so that testimony is born in our thoughts in our words and in our actions being consistent with those of jesus so our prayer then should actually be instead of lord jesus let me be like you it should be lord jesus live your life through me 
That's what Galatians 2.20 in essence really is. It is no longer I, but my Christ who lives in and through me. So that when I, the thoughts I think, the words I speak and the actions I take, it is exactly what Jesus would do. That's what our journey is as a Christian. And that testimony takes two forms. One is internal or your personal testimony, where your nature has changed and you now manifest the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit, as we see in Galatians 5, 22-23, which is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. Those are all character traits of Jesus. He embodied all of them. So our first testimony is to improve ourselves, our own image. And then the second type of testimony is external. Now that you are coming closer and closer to walking in the perfection of his image, he says what you have gained, share with others. So that becomes our external testimony now. And these are the instructions Jesus gave to you if you are his disciple. Mark chapter 16 verses 15 to 18 where he said, that was his final instruction, where he said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. You see that was also mentioned in John chapter 3 verse 18, where in John 3 16 he said, God so loved the world that he gave of his everything. And then he went on to add that condition, whoever believes will be saved, whoever doesn't believe will be damned. He is reiterating the same thing again. And then verse 17 says, and these signs will accompany those who believe. So you're not just saved. You can walk in those signs and wonders. He said, in my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. And when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people and those will get healed. And then when you look at verse 20 there, it goes on to say, if we step out in faith, then he will confirm his word by signs and wonders. That's what he did with his apostles. And that's what he is willing to do with us as well. To go on that journey with us, confirming what he, the word that he has impressed on our heart and has made it a way of life for us through the signs and wonders. So how would that work for you? He talks about his mission in Luke 4, 18 verse 19. And if we are his disciple, then... His mission becomes our mission. And when you read that scripture, it talks about the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has sent me to free captives, to heal the brokenhearted. And he list, goes on to list all different kinds of people that are under oppression, under different forms of oppression. So you must find your purpose. Which of those is your purpose that God has ordained for your life? And you step into it, fulfilling it like Jesus would. And when times are difficult, you ask the question, what would Jesus do in this situation? 
especially when anger or unforgiveness or any other kind of temptation comes, what would he do? And you will often find that answer in the word because the word captures what he would do. And the Holy Spirit makes that real to you. He will never speak anything that is outside of that word. So if you are stuck, go back and look for it. What would Jesus do? In short, the assignment of the believer is that we are called to bear testimony to Jesus. So we work on both our external and our internal testimony. That is our Christian assignment as believers. To reflect that image and that likeness, not only in character, but also in power. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for an opening up of our understanding and a resetting of our hearts, Lord, that we may pursue Jesus with a renewed freshness in our energy, in our vigor, in our hunger. In pursuing him, we seek to be more like him. And more importantly, we invite him to live his life through us. I ask for that edification in our spirits this day, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. All those that are battling all kinds of challenges in their lives, financial problems, joblessness, relationship issues. Health issues as well, Lord. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance and poverty, but also all kinds of addictions and afflictions, mental disorders of any kind as well. We pray a lot also for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit, we believe that we have received, Lord. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shandakanabaka <laughs> 
in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. Amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Scripture that's been put in my heart this morning is from Ephesians 2, verse 10. <clears throat> for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand, that we should walk in them. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have two scriptures shared in the chat. The first is from Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7, quoted from the NIV, where it says, Do not be anxious for anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. The second scripture shared is from Jeremiah 1 verse 5, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters, 
Brother Savio's powerful daily reflections, the Divine Mercy and Rosary sessions, as well as the Friday Bible teachings. Please share those with friends and family. Links you can share for them to join live or you can point them to recordings on YouTube and Spotify as well. Give it as a gift. We invite them to come join us on the Telegram group as well so that they can post their prayer requests. Our Bible study topic for this evening is the Divine Trifecta. It's a new series. The Divine Trifecta, Heaven, Earth and Man, where we shall learn about man's connection to earth and the spiritual realm and how we have been set up to operate in our realm. It will be an interesting eye-opener on what we really are as men, as humans, and how God has set us up that we might take advantage of what he has given us. Praise and worship starts from 5.30pm, followed by, I confess boldly, testimony time, and then the Bible teachings approximately from 7.30pm onwards. So we shall look forward to all of you joining us there and in, please invite others as well. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, it does in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. We bless and have a wonderful day ahead everyone. We shall see you at Bible study session this evening. Thank, Thank you. you. God bless everyone. God bless everybody.